Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm Karen Curtis. This week, we're going to talk about a first. This one is a doozy. I think the one guy was standing on the, out on the road when it happened, so he got hit. And I don't think he's alive now. We've checked back into our history, and we can't find where this type of charge on this type of incident has ever been made. So, in the first arrest of its kind... In Polk County, 45-year-old Michelle English has been charged with culpable negligent manslaughter, a second-degree felony, after deputies say that she handed the car keys to her friend to drive home even though she knew she was drunk. This just happened the night before Thanksgiving, which is apparently one of the biggest drinking holidays of the year. I didn't know that, but it was. And these two women went out drinking together. But Michelle English called it a night and went home, but her friend, 47-year-old Lucretia Bruno, kept on drinking. There's video of her in two separate bars, stumbling, knocking over bar stools, walking out just completely trashed. And she also faces four DUI charges, including causing a death while driving under the influence. But here is Sheriff Grady Judd, our favorite sheriff, and he says that both women were directly responsible for the death of the victim, even though it was Bruno who was driving the offending vehicle. She was blasted when she left Lucky's Bar. She was drunk, D-R-U-N-K, capital drunk. She was smashed. So she went over to the Wawa gas station and she went inside to order a sandwich. Well, the people at Wawa were so concerned when she set her keys down, they tried to grab them from her, but she was able to get them first. So Bruno was suitable for framing. She was intoxicated. In fact, hours after the deadly accident, she apparently blew a 0.20, which is like three times the legal limit. That's really drunk. So Bruno had no business being behind the wheel of a car and the events that unfolded after her friend gave her her car keys back are horrific. The victim and another vehicle had been involved in a minor crash and was off on the side of the road. The victim was standing beside the door when Mrs. Bruno, because she was so drunk, could not keep her car on the road. She sideswiped the truck, hitting our victim and killing him. She was arrested. She was charged, among other things, with DUI manslaughter, which is a felony of the second degree. She had a breathalyzer of .20. So let me tell you about the dance of the car keys. I mean, this Bruno chick is like Tanya Harding, who sucked Nancy Kerrigan into her vortex of drama. Of course, another difference is that Harding is a U.S. figure skating champion and the first American woman to land a triple axel in competition. Bruno is an elementary school secretary. Why? <laughs> and her with some hard, hard black stick. Something really, really hard. Help me. Except this Brandon woman is no Nancy Kerrigan who was just targeted by associates of Tanya Harding to knock her out of the competition. This... Florida woman made some boneheaded decisions that she will likely regret for years. And because of Michelle English's crazy, uncontrolled decision 
our victims dead today. Apparently the Wawa employees deserve a medal here because they're the ones that tried to prevent Bruno from driving. Unfortunately, it didn't work. They delayed building her sandwich and they called the Lakeland Police Department. In the meantime, she went to the bathroom and apparently threw up all over herself and dropped her keys and she came back out. The Lakeland police arrived and determined exactly what I've said to you. She was ripped. So they said, well, can I call a friend? Can you, we got to get you home. The Lakeland police didn't see her in actual physical control. The keys were on the bathroom floor. They had later been picked up, by the way, of another customer and taken back to the Wawa clerk. So congratulations to the Wawa clerk for notifying the Lakeland Police Department. The police department said, hey, you cannot drive. And she said, well, let me call a friend. Yes, I'd like to phone a friend, please. It was a Carol King moment. Unfortunately, she called the friend with whom she had been drinking. And I think the dance of the keys is the key to this whole thing. And I think it's a problem for the police. Here's the thing. The police arrived and they find Bruno inside her car with vomit all over her. But she's not in possession of the keys. The car is not running. It's not, she doesn't have the keys in her hand. She doesn't have possession of her keys because remember, she dropped them in the bathroom and another customer handed them to the Wawa employees. They had possession of the keys. So Bruno was not in possession of her keys. So police could not arrest her at that point, the Lakeland police, for DUI. How about the Lakeland police just charging her with being drunk in public? I mean, public intoxication, also called public drunkenness, is a misdemeanor crime that a person is visibly drunk or under the influence of drugs in public. The law exists to prevent people from disturbing others in public and to remove people who appear to be unable to stop themselves from hurting themselves or others. Hello? Cop says, Mr. White, you are being charged with drunk in public. I was like, hi, 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 hi. I was drunk in a bar. They threw me into public. I don't want to be drunk in public. I want to be drunk in a goddamn bar, which is perfectly legal. Arrest them. So they said, look, you need to go home. We're not going to charge you with anything, but you need to call a friend, which she does. She calls English. Which Sheriff Judd says was a bad idea. The only information she gave to us was lies. And, oh, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And our detective showed her the video where she helped her drunk friend in the bars and stuff. Because she was so drunk, she's staggering around. So she was with her and watched her get progressively drunk as the evening went on. And when she was called to pick her up, she knew how much she'd been drinking. She was with her. So English knew that her friend had been tying one on, and she knew she was drunk. And they agree, they leave the keys with a Wawa employee, and they get into English's vehicle, and they drive off. And then when the police leave, well... As soon as the police left, Michelle came back. She came back went into the Wawa station, got the keys from the clerk, came outside, gave the keys to Mrs. Bruno, and watched Mrs. Bruno drive off. 
Seven miles and nine minutes later, Mrs. Bruno ran over and killed our victim on Interstate 4. And 47-year-old Lucretia Bruno now faces four DUI charges, including causing a death while driving under the influence. But I think police have a problem here because they were called and told this woman was drunk and was trying to drive or actually had driven herself to the Wawa station. And they allowed her to get a ride home with her friend who they knew. Well, no, apparently at that time they didn't know they'd been drinking together, but they strictly told her to drive straight home instead of the police taking her home or getting her an Uber. If you want to partake of alcoholic beverages, Uber's cheap. A taxi cab's cheap. If you can't find a ride or help anyplace else, call us before you get in your car. We'll find you a ride home. We don't want you to hurt yourself. We don't want you to hurt someone else. But she did hurt someone else, even though they found her a ride. Our detectives obtained an arrest warrant for a culpable negligence manslaughter. And yesterday we arrested Michelle English. She lives in Hillsborough County, and we booked her into the Hillsborough County Jail. She directly contributed to the death of our victim by allowing Mrs. Bruno to have those keys and to drive away from the Wawa station, despite the fact she was intoxicated, she was smashed, she was ripped, she was drunk. So now she's facing a second degree murder charge just like Lucretia is facing a second-degree murder charge. Heck, who knows? Maybe they can both plead guilty and go to the same prison and have some conversations like, that was really stupid of me to give you those keys. Well, you knew I was drunk. You should have never done it. Maybe they can go to state prison together. So even though it was one woman who was stone-cold drunk and got behind the wheel of her car and drove on I-4, hitting a poor guy that was standing outside of his pickup truck because he had just been in an accident and killing him. It's the woman who handed her the keys who's also charged with DUI manslaughter. Both women might end up doing a stint in a Florida state prison together. But our goal is to see that Michelle English goes to state prison. Our goal is to see Lucretia Bruno go to state prison. But you know what? No matter how long they go to state prison for to pay for their horrific outrageous conduct, none of it will bring our victim back. So this is the first of its kind criminal case involving a person who allegedly enabled a drunk person to drive that eventually led to a death. But there have been civil wrongful death cases filed where a bar enabled someone to get drunk and then drive, which led to a death. The parents of an alcoholic bartender who worked at Tiger Woods' Jupiter restaurant, it's called The Woods, blamed the athlete, his girlfriend, and their employees for the drunk driving crash that killed a man. Tiger's girlfriend, Erica Herman, and his Florida-based restaurant, The Woods Jupiter, were accused of over-serving the young man alcohol, and they allegedly knew he was an alcoholic. So the parents filed a wrongful death lawsuit in circuit court in Palm Beach County and claimed that even though the employees, managers, and owners of The Woods, the golfer's bar and restaurant in Jupiter, knew that Nicholas Imsberger was an alcoholic, they plied him with drinks after his December 10th, 2018 shift. The lawsuit was filed in May of 2019. So Imsberger died that night in a deadly crash on his way home in his Corvette. 
Apparently, after leaving the woods at about 6 p.m. on December 10th, 2018, Imsberger crashed his Corvette and died. He wasn't wearing his seatbelt, though, and his blood alcohol level was 0.256. Wow. More than three times the legal limit. And, of course, the restaurant's manager was his girlfriend, Erica Herman, had allegedly or reportedly recruited Imsberger to work as a bartender, and she had direct knowledge that he had a drinking problem. So the suit alleged that this was something foreseeable. However, the wrongful death lawsuit no longer targets Tiger Woods or his girlfriend. Because according to Woods' lawyers, the golfer doesn't own the Woods and never should have been sued. So the golfer, his girlfriend, and the restaurant denied any wrongdoing. They claim Nicholas failed to use an available operational seatbelt. And also... Nicholas's estate included the Woods, Jupiter, and Erica to be trial witnesses, along with the late employees, family members, co-workers, and others. But Tiger Woods is not listed as a witness in this civil wrongful death lawsuit. So I'll keep you posted if it does go to trial or if it is settled. We'll see what happens. It's still pending. I mean, there are plenty of cases where friends allow friends to drive home from their house and they know they've been drinking and they know they're drunk sometimes with their kids in their car. Are those friends liable for anything that happens once that friend leaves their house? We'll see. But in this case, you have documentation that police were called, that indeed this woman was drunk. You have witnesses at the Wawa. You have video at the bars. You have all kinds of documentation to prove the timeline that Bruno started drinking at four with her friend, Michelle English, and then ended up drunk at the Wawa, and the Wawa employees step in and call the police. Thank God. So congratulations to the Wawa clerk for notifying the Lakeland Police Department. The police department said, hey, you cannot drive. The police officers who were there said, look, we'll let you take Miss Bruno home, but you've got to take her directly home and make sure she does not operate a motor vehicle. She is in no condition to drive. Michelle English said, okay, no problem. They left Bruno's car at the Wawa. They said, yeah, you can leave your car here. And the Wawa people actually kept the keys so that Mrs. Bruno wouldn't have them and they wouldn't be in possession of Michelle English. So it was the physical return of Michelle English to the Wawa asking for the keys. And somehow she must have told the Wawa clerk, look, I'll just take the keys with me. And I promise Pinky swear that I won't give them back to Lakeisha so that her drunk ass can drive home. Well, we know what happened. Now, if you get behind that wheel and we turn the lights on, the deal's off. But even that, going to jail is much better than being on a metal tray over here at the morgue next door. But, oh, Michelle English here went back and got the keys. So did she say, my drunk friends in the car, I'm going to give her the keys? Wawa wouldn't have given them back to her. She had some cock and bull story about I got somebody to drive her car home or some kind of nonsense, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, she was just not intoxicated. She was rip-roaring drunk. She was a .207.
on the breathalyzer that night, hours later, after the crash. So it's a sad story all the way around, and we'll see what happens with this case because this will be precedent-setting. It might end up influencing cases such as when parents allow underage kids to drink and they leave the party and kill someone, or you're just at a friend's house and they allow you to drink and then leave the house drunk. This could have implications, wide-reaching implications. I think since the advent of Uber and Lyft, there are less DUIs because there are more options for you to call and get a ride home. But in this case, somebody dropped the ball. We know the friend dropped the ball, but did the police drop the ball? We'll have to wait and see. I think the only people who didn't drop the ball were the Wawa employees. I applaud the people at Wawa. They went above and beyond their duty and responsibility to try to stop that lady from driving that motor vehicle. We know Bruno dropped the keys several times. Too bad her friend picked them back up. That wraps up full rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.